Hey, and uh, welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I'm Luke Owen, DAD, uh, joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us today. Subscribe, like, and all that good stuff. Um, but more importantly, please uh, do get in your comments. Um, we are doing this stream here to uh, raise money for the Rotunda family. Everything that we make from this stream will be going to the Rotunda family in the uh, wake of the news that Bray Wyatt has passed away at the age of 36. Um, it's been a weird day mm. uh, in the office. Sure has. Because, like, you know, I, I did the, the news video last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to bed and then I woke up this morning and like the first thing I, I saw when I came in, I came in, gave you a, a big hug and stuff. And then Denise got here mm. and then Denise Salcedo came in who's like the you know, big ray of sunshine that she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like Denise came in and it was just like hanging out with Denise and we like, we made a video with Denise and there was like this, we were just sort of like laughing at this big sort of like cathartic, like release of a goodwill energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but we still had to kind of sit here and, yeah, it was like, we need to do this show as well. Yeah. Because I think it's good for us to come together. And as I said this when we did the news episode last night. I wanted to put that news up, not as like a, a breaking bit of news, but mm-hmm. just like a place that people can leave a comment. Yeah. A place that people can share their memories of Bray, their favorite moments of Bray, their favorite promos mm-hmm. of uh, Bray, their thoughts. Um, both good and bad, I suppose, in a way, because I think everything is open to, to conversation here. And I, I said this in the news episode last night. I was like, you know, we can talk about the in-ring work all we want. And we've done it on many a podcast <laughs> over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we wanted to get together and open up this space as well. So people can kind of like share in this kind of collective grief that we're going through. Uh, a friend of mine texted me and said, is this the first active wrestler that's died since Eddie? And I was <laughs> like, in WWE, I think it is. Obviously, we had Brody Lee a couple mm-hmm. of years ago in, in AEW, but I think in WWE, is this the first one since like Eddie Guerrero, like active member of the roster? And I was, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping someone might be able to correct me on that, but it sort of feels like it is. And I wonder if that's going to be one of the reasons why it's hit so hard. Also, being 36, it's just like it's no age at all. Yeah. Um, Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, with the permission of the Rotunda family, then revealed that it was uh, complications with COVID, mm-hmm. and he then suffered a heart attack, um, which, which unfortunately killed him. And um, yeah, it's you know there was a, a, a comment that I saw um, that said it sucks that it's always moments like this that bring us together. Yeah, yeah, like it's never good things. No, like it's not like you know a wrestling promotion puts on a really big show and that brings us all together. If anything, yeah. it actually seems to separate us more. Yeah. <laughs> like something yeah. as awful and tragic as this is actually what does bring us as a community together. And it it is really terrible that it, that it is something like this, but it is genuinely lovely to see how diverse a, a, wide range of people that someone like Bray Wyatt has influenced because you got so many different tributes from so many different people at different points in his career WWE AEW and otherwise people just remembering Bray as being a a lovely man and that I think is is a real silver lining that can come out of this mm. is we get to remember all the positive parts of this amazing guy 
and just do you know because i made the comments earlier about like is this the first one people just remind me jay briscoe died this year like and i was like oh god jay i'm so right and of course you know uh benoit yeah um, of course obviously slightly different circumstances mm-hmm. but um yeah benoit was after eddie mm-hmm. so i saw benoit and i was like he died before Eddie. Like, no, he died after. Afterwards. yeah but yeah like oh man i can't believe we've got that jay briscoe like and that's mm-hmm. sad um, yeah because it's, it's been one of those years i guess yeah but it's I, the outpouring of emotion from wrestling fans and it kind of reminded me a lot of the year that we didn't have him on screens mm. like when he got released in the summer yeah. of 2021 yeah and it was like every couple of months it was like where's bray like mm-hmm. what's next for bray does he go to aew does yeah. he go back to wwe and it was this real like sense of missing bray yeah and i feel this is you know cause it, at the end of the fiend's run i think a lot of people were kind of done with the fiend mm-hmm. and because like it was a lot of the booking wasn't great and some of the matches weren't great and it was the pandemic so it was a lot of the stories were weird mm-hmm. and it was like it feels like we're just trying to pass this character off onto alexa bliss mm-hmm. and all this sort of you know matches with randy aren't good he's, he's burnt to a crisp and um you know it's all felt like really weird and then he left and we we're like oh, but i miss bray like, yeah. i want to see what creative idea he's got next and then he came back and he came back with this massive big creative flourish and we were mm-hmm. like yes like this is it bang let's go and then it was the mountain dew match and we were like oh this is this is not what i want from from a bray wyatt and unfortunately that is now going to that's it that's his, mm-hmm. that is his last match and we've got been sat here waiting for that when's the comeback mm-hmm. like when's bray going to come back and we get that next big creative flourish i think it's so interesting that despite all of that what could be perceived as like a a bad career so to speak like a, there's a lot of bad booking in there some of the characters didn't work some of the ma- but we no longer have him mm. like we're not looking at the bad match at mania yeah we're not looking at uh the maggots being projected onto the 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 ring mats and stuff hot take didn't mind it when it happened <laughs> everybody hated it and i was the, i felt like i was the lone one being like i thought it was fine <laughs> <laughs> You know, me and Dan, um, just this week for Rest Talk Extra on Patreon, mm. reviewed his debut, his main roster debut match against Kane in the, the Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. And, it, and it ain't a good match. Like, yeah. it's, it's a real bad match. Yeah. But that's not what we're remembering at this point. No. Like, we're not talking about, like, you know, what happened once the bell rung. What we're talking about is just that, that genius, creative mind that yeah. he had, those really compelling characters that he created. Mm-hmm. That's the bit that we'll always remember yeah it's the care and attention to detail the, yeah the the law that he puts into to wrestling and how much he cares for that level of passion for wrestling uh that he has is what people remember people remember bray wyatt the person and the creative mind more than bray wyatt the wrestler i suppose yeah i suppose in a way yeah yeah um i i bray wyatt like i when he was um husky harris mm. was when like obviously like a lot of people came onto my radar when he was on nxt and it was through Steve Austin's podcast because Austin was like, you know, talking about NXT and he went, that's the guy right there. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. And a lot of Steve's thing was like, no one else is like him. Yeah. Like, because he didn't have the same body type as everybody else that was in that season of NXT. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the guy that Austin was just fixated on. He was like, that's the guy right there. Mm-hmm. Like, you give that guy the ball, like you can make a lot of money for this dude because he's just got whatever it is he has it that sort of period from like 2011 through 2013 is kind of like my peak wwe fandom so me then i was right into that sort of nxt type thing i was the kind of guy who was looking up 
compilations of all the Nexus finishes on YouTube and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, right? So I was really into Husky Harris. I was like, this dude is so good because he's big and he's quick. And he just looked so different. Yeah, like that's his, it, right? His, and I, I was obsessed with his body type mm. because I was like, I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I've always been... Um, I like having different sizes of wrestlers or yeah. like in a roster. I don't like everyone just being a big muscly dude or a big mm -hmm. thin or a small thin dude. Yeah. I like, you know, everyone being like various different shapes and sizes to make the sort of carnival of carnage that, that wrestling can be. And I was like, it's so interesting. Like mm -hmm. no, no one else looks like this. Yeah. And then Bray Wyatt, the, this Bray Wyatt character mm -hmm. was, uh, came to my radar through my friend. Yeah. Cause I wasn't watching NXT at this point. This mm -hmm. was like pre network era, nxt when it was just like it was shown on sky sports which i didn't have yeah um and my friend texted me being like you don't remember husky harris he's just come up with this new character and it's the coolest thing i've ever seen because mm -hmm. there was also that period of time like he had that one thing when he, he rested in like a jason Voorhees mask with like one house show <laughs> yeah. and everyone was like what's this character <laughs> <laughs> but he came into this bray Wyatt character and like my friend and i are like we're big horror guys and he was like it's like it's those horror movies. Mm -hmm. This is like a Rob Zombie horror movie, but mm -hmm. it's on a wrestling show. And he said, it was like, next, uh, you've got to come to my house. Like, as soon as you can, mm -hmm. I taped it. Come around. You've got to see this. Yeah. And so I went and I did. Like, we went over and we like had, you know, drinks and a chat and stuff. And he was like, I've got to show you this Bray Wyatt thing. Mm -hmm. And he showed it to me. And it was like that debut, like promo and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. This is so cool. Yeah. And like, with Harper and Rowan and like I was talking with Dan about this on the Summertime 2013 review. I love the look of Harper and Rowan. I loved, you know, the the dirty vest, mm -hmm. the, like the torn trousers, yeah. the boiler suit that Rowan's wearing, like this, you know, the backwards member backwards member of Slipknot and stuff yeah. with the sheet mask in there. And I was I was like I was irritated in the match because I was like, let's not make these guys be pop and rock steady. Yeah. Like I don't want scratch and grounder to for these guys. Like these need to be cool intimidating dudes not bumbling like you know uh henchmen for for bray back in nxt though they were just like the first members of the wyatt family mm. and i loved it yeah. and i really was like captivated by that character that's that's the word is captivated yeah bray wyatt was absolutely captivating with everything he did but i think in particular with this character something was just right about this character. It's the way he portrayed it, the way he just embodied the whole thing. I believed every word that came out of his mouth, especially in the initial days of the Bray Wyatt character. Because even if I didn't fully understand everything he said, <laughs> doesn't matter. Because <laughs> goddamn, I believe that character. It, it was so unnerving in the best way. It was so creepy and so well done that it just made you believe that like, oh no, this guy's a cult leader. Yeah. And you and you bought it. And like, it's great. Again, like, like you know, no one looked like him yeah. on that season of NXT. Mm -hmm. No one spoke like him yeah. in that era of WWE. Mm -hmm. Everyone had the promo. Yes. Everyone did the promo. Yep. Oh, Bray didn't do that. Bray cut his promos. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that, you know, you look at then NXT, what follows on from that. And a lot of that felt like there's a lot more freedom around promos and actually getting character over. Like Bray felt like he was one of the only people that was doing it in those days and mm. then became like almost the template of just like, you bring me your promo and let's see what we can work with this. Yeah. And it like you're absolutely right on the terms of like, I believe it. Mm -hmm. I 
believe every single word that's coming out of your mouth. Even when you get into later day spooky promo uh, main roster Bray Wyatt, where it was like at the end of it, you're like, I'm the blues clue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what Don't you know like, what you just said. I have no idea what you were talking yeah. about, but I think it was cool. Yeah. But he embodied the character so well that it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's when you listen to something like an Ultimate Warrior promo, you know, complete nonsense. But he embodied the warrior character, and you believe that this man was the warrior, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Bray Wyatt here. It didn't matter, really, what he said, because you believe that he was Bray Wyatt. He was this character, right? And like you said, back, being backed up by Harper and Rowan, and that sort of, you know, that the c- coming out of a swamp kind of vibe yeah. of this Wyatt family was so cool and so well done. Genuinely I felt like he was really, out of a, really fond memories of those days. Genuinely felt like he was out of a Florida swamp. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, you'd have watched a Louis Theroux documentary mm-hmm. about like this weird cult that's starting in the, in, in the southern states of America. Mm. Yeah. I, and I think naturally following on from that is one of the highlights for me of the Wyatt family was Wyatt's versus Shield Wyatt that Elimination Shield, Chamber man. match. Oh, it's so, it's so good and so important at that time. Because I guess you could say fortunately or unfortunately, I looked at that match and I went, that's the future of WWE. These six people right here, that's the future. And partially true, partially not. But that match was absolutely magic. It's also a match that uh, I've reviewed for Rust Talk Extra mm. uh, over in the Patreon archives. Uh, this isn't meant to sound like a plug for Patreon and stuff. Mm. I've, I've now brought up two shows. Yeah. Um, but I remember me and Ollie just being like, just gushing about how that match has a this is awesome chance and they have not done a single thing. Yeah. Before the bell rings. It's this just is awesome. The Wyatts have made their entrance mm-hmm. and the Shield have made their entrance and the crowd are chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. Because it genuinely felt like this was an awesome moment. Yeah. That was a real period of time when uh, there was a big portion of the WWE audience that was like, I don't care what's going on in this main event scene. But this here, mm-hmm. this matters. Like this, I, this matters to me. And it felt like it was the start of change. Yeah. I, in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In a period where WWE had been quite stagnant for quite a while and you had teasers of a change, Nexus? Yeah, no. Uh, this felt like change. This felt like this is the beginning of something different. And that is really special. And then to go from that, like, I, I, what was it? I There's a video I watched recently. It was a Super Eye Patch Wolf video. Um, he, he did a video say about uh, Roman Reigns' career and mentioned about this match in particular. And he's saying, like, yeah, the Shield were like a trio who were like, you know, they, they communicated well, they're an efficient unit. But it felt like the Wyatt family were just one. They had like a hive mind and they just worked off of each other without the need to communicate. And it was that sort of vibe that they portrayed so perfectly. It it was so well done. Like I said, such fond memories at that time. I remember when uh, when Brody Lee passed away, Mm. um, why I put up this tweet or his message and stuff, there was somehow how unfair this was. And one of the things he said was, this isn't the way it was supposed to happen we were supposed to be wrestling in gymnasiums in our 70s doing our old gimmicks yeah. like in front of 20 people mm-hmm. and i was like you're right like mm-hmm. that is what we should have had mm-hmm. yeah. and i would have been at those shows then being like oh man i watched you when you were on tv and i remember that elimination chamber match you remember 2014 yeah exactly yeah. And they'd be like oh man great times and, yeah. like that. and now we don't have either of them and that really really sucked like brody lee's death hit me really really hard Same. and Last night when I saw Triple H's message, Triple H was the one that, that put the news up. Mm. And I was I was talking to Denise about this this morning, uh, as well as yourself. I 
kept rereading the tweet because I didn't understand it. Mm. I kept reading it being like, I don't know how this is supposed to convey to me that IRS has passed away. Yeah. Because that was the only thing that made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I was reading it and reading, I was like, this makes it sound like Bray Wyatt has died, but that can't be true. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. And the more I read it, the more I was like, no, I, I don't think it's right though. And then Tempest text our WhatsApp group, our, our work WhatsApp group, and I'm like, Bray Wyatt's died. And I was like, oh no, I did read it right. Mm. And so then I, and then I sort of went into this thing of like, I, I need to get a space that people can just go and like share, you know, something about this. But what it also meant was that I hadn't fully processed yeah. the news yet. And so I did the story and then I, I put it up on the rest of talk news and I sort of, you know, I did everything and I just sort of watched like the comments sort of flood in and stuff. And I was, I was on like the social media and stuff like for an extra hour after mm. that, cause I couldn't really sleep. I was just sort of yeah. wired by this whole thing. And even then reading it, it still didn't feel real. Yeah. Maggie from Fightful uh, posted this morning. She goes, I woke up hoping it was a dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't see the news until this morning when I woke up. Got up at about 6 a.m. this morning and it was just the, the WhatsApp group that just said Bray Wyatt's died. And I was like, no. 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 That's, that's incorrect. That can't, that can't be real. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I went to go read the tweets and everything. And then I was just on my phone. And then immediately I was like, I've got work to do. I've got to get into the office. Um, yeah. And literally this morning, I was telling this Steve, but just before we came in, the entire train ride in this morning and any time I've not been working at any point where I could listen to music today, I've been listening to that Bray Wyatt cult leader gimmick theme song, the Live in Fear on repeat and i don't listen to music literally on repeat a lot like i'll say like oh yeah, it's been on repeat but it's like i listen to it a few times a day on repeat the whole day it, yeah oh man I it's know, yeah. um it's it's rough it's, so when I, I i much like maggie i woke up this morning just thinking like oh, i must have been a weird dream or mm. it was like it couldn't have been real and then I, yeah i checked online i was like no no this is mm -hmm. this is real and like i you know my, my wife said to me I was like are you okay and i said yeah and i you know i told her what happened and she was like, oh man, that's soon. And he was like, how old was, how old was he? And he was 36. Mm -hmm. the, the thing that really hit me today was when I saw he was 36. One, younger than I thought he was. Yeah, same here. And two, like, that's younger than my brother, which is like, yeah. <laughs> that was really scary to me. Um, but yeah, that was really, really rough. Yeah, a friend uh, of mine, my, my friend who I was texting us after we went to university together, he pointed out, I was like, is a year younger than I am, mm. or two years younger than I am, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and that was just like uh, that's you know that whole like fear of mortality, I guess, and that whole like hug your friends, hug mm -hmm. your loved ones. Yeah. Like it's really important at this time. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, yeah, and I, and I try not to focus on that because then I just think of the family, and then that mm -hmm. like that that then bums us out. Yeah. Because I like yeah. you know I can't even imagine what it is that they're going through yeah and i think that as a collective and this is a wrestling experience like you know i'm looking at the, the live the live chat here and everyone is just talking about their moments their favorite moments and i think that's kind of what i think has been sort of lovely about all of this experience is that we have just come together to be like oh, have you seen do you remember this promo like my I, my other podcast co-host just sent me being like i've been watching this promo this morning like this is a really good one and that's kind of like you know it's a a, a beautiful thing you can take from this, this awful piece of tragedy is 
just oh man let's share these memories mm-hmm. and i think i think that's a, a quite a lovely little thing i i wanted to very quickly because we were kind of almost doing a, a career retrospective without meaning to i think of, of bray wyatt's <laughs> yeah, career we've we've uh, if it hasn't come across we've got we just wanted to come here and chat yeah we, we've not made any plans we haven't we got any like structure talk. or anything um but i i did want to talk about the fiend because i think that is one of my favorite characters ever in wrestling like i, I think i still prefer cult leader bray wyatt but i think that what's fascinating about the fiend is like the detail and the thought process behind it like the creative process of the fiend to me is absolutely fascinating yeah. all those initial five play funhouse segments that SummerSlam debut match against finn balor mm, so good it's still one of my favorite things i've ever seen in wrestling i went that's what i've rewatched today when people are sharing their favorite problems and stuff i went and rewatched that SummerSlam match against finn balor um it's still perfect that entrance, man, because mm. that has like that big holy s chant yeah. after it after it finishes. Because I think none of us knew what to expect. Yeah, bear in mind, like they'd been doing these teasers and promos and things since Mania. Yeah, like you know, it's a the, long build. It was the night after Mania with the mm-hmm. first Mercy the Buzzard thing. Yeah. Like we and we did it on the Rest Talk News, being like, oh, "That's a, a wacky thing to do." This little puppet. What's this character going to mm-hmm. be? And we even bought like a little hand puppet thing to be our own version of Mercy the Buzzard. Yeah. And the longer it went on, the more like, oh, this is quite great. And then it was the first Firefly Funhouse uh-huh. where we were like, holy smokes. Yeah. What is this? Mm-hmm. This is so... I mean, I, I, interesting seems like a derivative word, but... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, it really was like a... What is this character? And much like the rest of what Bray Wyatt did, completely different from what we've seen in wrestling. Yeah. You know, absolutely completely different to every, anything else that we're seeing. And just the way that the Firefly Funhouse is built to the reveal of the Fiend on that Firefly Funhouse. Do you remember then when people started to pick up on the Fiend was a story that Cold mm-hmm. Leader Bray had told? Yeah. And everyone was like, oh man, yeah. this goes back years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this has been in the hit. This has been in plain sight yeah. for years Have now. you seen the lore? Have you seen all oh, these bits? Man. Like, yeah, so, so cool. And then that, that debut <sighs> entrance... What I love about it is everyone is kind of watching and it has like the let him in on the Tron and like the lights going out and everything. And everyone's kind of quiet. So like, okay, well, okay, what well, is this? What's, what's coming next? And then he comes out and he's got the severed head and you hear a few people go like, oh, like, oh, oh man, like he's got severed head of old Bray Wyatt. That's weird. And then he comes out and the music starts playing and everyone's kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, strobe lighting and all that stuff. Soon as the lyrics kick in, and you realize it's a remix of his old theme. Everyone goes, oh, yes, it's, it, yes, this is so cool. I remember doing the live reactions and I was like, it's the dark side version mm-hmm. of, of the theme, yeah. of his cult leader theme. And then it yeah. was like, the lantern is now Bray Wyatt's uh-huh. severed head. Yeah. And it was this brilliant visual. Mm-hmm. I, it's all we could talk about. Yeah. I remember nothing else of that SummerSlam, but I remember every single beat and moment mm-hmm. of that match not only that i remember the live chat yeah i remember the the chats that we had coming in after that the following day it is all people wanted to talk about and i was you know that 2019 period like it was coming up to the launch of aew yeah like aew had you know had done pay-per-views and stuff and they were on the like they were about to start on tv and stuff and they were very close to that period of time all of a sudden no one was talking about aew the biggest thing on everyone's lips in the mm-hmm. world of wrestling was Bray Wyatt and The Fiend yeah. and what The Fiend does next. And it was genuinely like, it's all anyone wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, 
it's all I want us to talk yeah. about. I want us to talk about what, what, what videos can we do about The Fiend today? Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's just do everything Fiend related. Well, I want to get Fiend action figures. Mm-hmm. I want to... I, the design was so perfect. The character was so cool. And I just... I got... I was bought into it. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. I loved it. It was perfect. And I think whatever whatever booking mishaps happened as part of that run, yep. we always had that debut. That run from Mania to SummerSlam was so perfect that it didn't really matter to me what came next. Like that was, yeah. it was done. I feel like a lot of people, I, I think that's where a lot of the anger at the booking comes from. Yeah. Because it felt like there should have been something really yeah. special there. Yeah. Unfortunately, th- th- it ended up not being as special. But I will say, there was one shining moment of the Fiend run. The Firefly Funhouse match in Mania 36 yep. was, still to this day, do I want to call it my favorite match ever? Maybe. Is it a match? <laughs> I don't know. That's it. It's one of my favorite pieces of wrestling media, I guess, that I've ever seen. It's such a fascinating breakdown. When you talk about like the, the intricacy and the attention to detail that Bray has for his characters, that goes 10 times over for the Firefly Funhouse match. What an incredible dissection of wrestling, of John Cena's career, Bray's career, this like huge melting pot that you, it's designed for the people who pay attention to wrestling, literally designed for us and you guys watching right now. (laughs) That's who the match was for. Brilliant like fan service and you felt rewarded for loving wrestling and that it absolutely perfect. What what a great match. Do you remember when like you and I had a conversation and when we all had a conversation of being like, oh, who else would you like to see in a Firefly Funhouse match? Mm. And you'd be like, Undertaker. Mm. Like putting Undertaker, Randy Orton yeah. in a Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah. And then someone said, I think we did this on a live show once, someone said, Vince. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man. I like, mean, yeah. This is the only way you're going to be able to book Bray versus Vince yeah. and put it on a pay-per-view, but I'd do it. Yeah. Like, I would 100% do Vince McMahon in a Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah. Because, like, the great thing about the Firefly Funhouse and Bray's, like, big creative thing that he had for it is that it addressed and really was open and honest about the criticisms that he had got, not just from fans, but from WWE, mm-hmm. a company that kept telling him, you're not in shape. You yep. need to be. So that's where the muscle man dance comes from. Mm-hmm. Like Huskers, the pig boy yeah. is a whole thing about you're not the right body type mm-hmm. for this company. Yeah. Mercy, the buzzard was the whole thing of like Waylon Mercy of just like, you're a derivative of this character. And I just, it was, and credit to WWE. They put it out there. Yeah. They, they could have said, absolutely not yeah like because you are openly burying the company at a lot of points and that firefly funhouse match actively buries john cena as a as a character as a mm-hmm. person yeah. as well as the company including its owner in in vince mcmahon yeah kind of like they, they could have done what they did with um broken matt hardy mm-hmm. where michael cole was just like what you're about to see sucks yeah and, and I'm, I'm sorry that you have to watch it mm-hmm. but they didn't they were like let's go with it yeah let's see what we can do with this here so, that so, so, so good was just it's so good it's so again completely different from anything we've seen in wrestling yeah. I, i'm starting to notice a trend here <laughs> you know uh, also, also is it a match because i i yeah. remember us having the conversations after that being like i think that might be my favorite wrestlemania match of all time yeah and then it was like i don't know if i can I don't know if I think that because is it a match? Yeah. Like, what what even what is that? Is it? It's just it's art. 
is what it is. Yeah. That, that's literally it. I, I, I don't know what else to call it, but it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, we've had um, a bunch of uh, messages from you all. Uh, everything that we make from this, uh, all of your Ultra Chat money that comes in is going straight to uh, the Rotunda family. So thank you all so much for, for donating. Uh, we're going to read out your messages as well, and we'll sort of talk about them as we, we get in. So if you do want to uh, donate, please, it's rustle.com forward slash support. Um, also, if anyone is struggling with uh, this news, as, as many of us uh, are, uh, we have some you know support things. Like we have rest support wrestling support each other um there are our moderators will be posting out links and it's a worldwide thing we've got links to, across the world where you can find help if you are struggling with any uh, anything that's happened it's okay to speak to people it's okay to open up to people uh, it's important that you open up and, and speak to people if you are feeling if, if you're feeling affected by this mm -hmm. so please do um and you know message us you might not be able to respond but mm. um you know if you just feel like you if it feels like you are talking to someone Please feel free to do so. Um, Dark73 uh, is kicking us off here to say, thanks, boys. I needed this after the shock of the news this morning. I remember, I remember my fiancé having to bear with my excitement as I geeked out over his return last year. Mm. May his genius for the business live on and all the good we got be seen for generations. Yeah. That I return, am. man. Yeah, that return was, was real something special. Because uh, I think I did the immediate uh, video for that. Um, and just seeing all of the different characters that were in the Firefly Funhouse, like crop up, uh, crop up in the in the crowd and stuff like that, it was it was like okay, Bray Wyatt is back, and this is important, and you should care. It was a really special moment. I think. And, it, and it was the first time because it was the Triple H era mm -hmm. where we were like, finally, yes, finally, we this get is to what see. we want. This is what we want. Yeah. There's no like, there's no Vince in this one. Mm -hmm. This is all just 100% Bray. Yeah, and like it was supposed to lead to. Uh, uh, the Wyatt Six mm -hmm. group that was going to have Alexa Bliss and Eric Young yeah. and the Bo Dallas in it, but unfortunately Bray fell ill mm -hmm. and Alexa Bliss got pregnant, so yeah. Eric Young went back to Impact. So obviously that all uh, fell apart and stuff. Yeah, you, you know, would have been great to have seen what it yeah. could have meant. I um, <clears throat> I thought as well. You were saying earlier about uh, what Bray said when Brody passed about like, oh, we should have been wrestling in the '70s and everything. For me, I always thought that whenever Bray Wyatt retired. One, they make a fantastic like coach, producer, whatever. Just his mind being in wrestling yeah, yeah. would be amazing. But I was also really looking forward to the tell-all podcast that he would do, yeah. where he would sit down and explain everything. You oh, know, yeah. From, from cult leader Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, and and this new version of Bray Wyatt and everything, and what you know, all all the symbolism that he drew on, and all his inspirations and everything. And unfortunately, we can't get that anymore, which really yeah. sucks because I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um one of the reports that's come out is that everything planned for SmackDown has been scrapped. Mm. Um, but also, like in that report, it was the well, WWE just on, on pause. Yeah, like all they are doing now is just focusing on the Rotunda family and making mm. sure that that JoJo, uh, his his wife and his kids are okay, and just making sure they can do everything they can to support them. Um, but I would imagine that tonight SmackDown will be a tribute show. I I hope so. I think it would be yeah. great. Uh, Will Campbell says, at my first wrestling event, uh, which was a... I don't know, is that which of, way round? Yeah. 11th it, of it, April or 4th of November? Could go either way. Yeah. Uh, episode of Raw. He wrestled Seth in a dark match after the show in a cage match for the Universal title. Uh, managed not to cry about this today until Tom Campbell read aloud Braun's tribute to him earlier. Mm -hmm. I recommend everyone go read Braun's tribute. It yeah. really is. Like, I opened up a bunch of like tabs that's got everyone's tributes and stuff um, mm -hmm. that I was going to read out, but I, I would have cried. Right? I yeah. And I don't think I can do that right mm -hmm. now. 
Uh, Kevin said, the Firefly Funhouse is probably my favorite moment. You could just see how amazing he was and the creative freedom he had. In ring, the Brian match at the Rumble 2014, the Shield match and his win at Elimination Chamber 2017 are my faves. RIP Bray and thank you for everything. I always remember being so bitterly disappointed with the WWE title win because mm. I was ecstatic that he won. Yeah. But just knew he was hot. It was, I'm holding this for Orton to win at Mania. Yeah. And just the, the, the inner angry fan of me being like, he deserves more. Mm-hmm. He deserves a bigger run than this. And I was that guy who was holding on and be like, he could beat Orton. <laughs> <laughs> he could. You never know. I was, I was a jaded fan by that yeah, point. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like, Randy Orton's winning that match. Yeah. Uh, the man game says i got to meet bray wyatt at the for love of wrestling convention in liverpool last year he was such a great guy uh, made uh, made time for all of his fans he'll be truly missed hope wwe do a similar tribute show as they did for eddie on smackdown uh, georgie says absolutely heartbroken bray was the guy i came back to wrestling just after the firefly funhouse match and was so enchanted by what he did i watched everything i could amazing guy and creative mind rest easy bray you're going to be missed so much uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Hey, Dan, we'll be seeing you over the weekend. Uh, say, Bray Wyatt was, as stated often here, a mastermind in this business. I cannot thank him enough for the memories he's created to Jojo, his kids, his father, IRS, his brother, Bo, uh, Rowan, Braun, Alexa, and everyone he touched. My deepest condolences heartbroken. Uh, Rini36 here says, from 2010 to 2015, I was on a wrestling hiatus. My first event back was Mania 31, specifically for The Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt, because Undertaker was my favorite as a kid. Leaving that match, I was intrigued by Bray Wyatt. He was one of the many reasons why I wanted to rekindle my love with WWE. In 2019, my love of wrestling was teetering. It would have been so easy for me to just dip out, but Bray Wyatt and The Fiend was what kept me going. Ever since I was a kid, I've always been enthralled by the more horror-like characters, and Bray was my favorite one of them all. I showed everyone and anyone the Firefly Funhouse episode, The Fiend debut, anything related to Bray Wyatt back in 2019, and because of him, he was able to convert some non-wrestling fans into being wrestling fans. I was very excited for every Fiend match because watching him made me happy because he gave me a little friend friend group that I could share my love of wrestling with. When it was released in 2021, I didn't know what to do, how to react. The man who kept me in wrestling had exited. I continued to watch every show, hoping that this would be the one where he would return, and one year later, literally jumped in the air when the lights went out at Extreme Rules. I didn't want to imagine a wrestling world without Bray Wyatt's render rotunda, but now I have to. He is and he will always be my favorite wrestler. A wrestler I will always cherish. A wrestler I will tell stories about. R.I.P. Winner Rotunda and thank you. Very well said. Very, very well said. Um, Def Farm General says, Hey guys, Bray was the thing that hooked me back into wrestling. His personas had so much soul and character and I will, for ne- I will never forget the Fiend debut. Had some issues after I got that horrible virus. Uh, I cried. I wish his family everything. Rest easy, goats. And sheeps. <laughs> uh, the Decadane said uh, a shocking loss to the world of wrestling Wyndham was one of the most creative and captivating talents in recent memory from the Wyatt family to the Fiend to Uncle Howdy and there will not be another like him it's been hard to process his passing today honestly I um, I don't I still don't think I truly have mm. there was a moment like you know when the stream was on and I suddenly talked about it and I could feel myself welling up so mm-hmm. I was like stopping I'm going to stop chatting for a little bit I'll, mm-hmm. I'll you know compose myself Yeah, I still don't think i fully processed this yet yeah i i think i've had more time to stew on it today uh it was quite busy this morning but then i had a lull around lunchtime so i was just kind of sitting and thinking about it so i think i think i'm i'm, I'm getting there now but it took me a while because i was in i was in denial for, a, for quite a while there uh joey not josh durante 
said, RIP Bray Wyatt, one of my favorite wrestlers ever. My first live event was January 31st, 2011 Raw in Providence, where Randy Orton punted him as Husky Harris. It's crazy to see how much he impacted, how much impact he had in the years since and how he was always able to evolve. Uh, Zach Robinson has been in Menberg for 27 months in a row. So Bray was such an immense talent with endless creativity. The Firefly Final House match is his magnum opus and what a gift it was to the rest of us. Rest well, Bray. It's actually amazing that being his magnum opus and what a gift it was. Mm. That mania is weird. Really strange. And, you know, me and Laurie did the live reactions to it. And like every time we just, I was like, I don't know how to sort of like react to this because mm. it was just a weird WrestleMania at a very weird time in the world. Yeah. And there was like the Boneyard match, mm-hmm. uh, like night one. Yeah. And a lot of people like really, really liked it. I thought it was quite goofy. Mm. I, I mean, I didn't take it particularly seriously. And maybe that's why I sort of like, I had a bit of fun with it. I was like, oh, that was a bit of silly, goofy fun. But when the Firefly Funhouse match happened, I was like, wow, like mm. that's, this is what pandemic era wrestling could be. Yeah. And it wasn't the, it wasn't the Boneyard match. It was, it was Firefly Funhouse. And yeah, it really was like, this is what it could be. Yeah. It could have more like this. Yeah. It was really special. Well, what a gift. Mm. Joshy Boy said, such sad news. Bray was a special man and a joy to watch and an amazing promo to listen. He hooked you in. Hope he's at peace with Brody. Favorite match was obviously the Firefly Funhouse or the Shield versus Wyatt family. 100% valid. Uh, I'll hot tag across to you for a moment. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan Walker said, first time doing this, uh, Bray was the reason I got back into wrestling. From the moment I first saw him in NXT, he was my favorite and is the reason I have such a good group of friends now. I'm still shaking from hearing about it. Miss you already, Bray. Ryan Simon said, I haven't watched WWE in years, but I always went out of my way to watch clips of whatever Bray was doing because he was such an incredible storyteller. RIP Bray, say hi to Brody for us. And I hope the two of you tear up Heaven's <laughs> Tag Team Division together. That's nice. Very good. Uh, Finn Brennan said, uh, I still find it hard to find the words. For me, wrestling characters and lore are far more interesting to me than technical matches. Bray was my inspiration and I'm heartbroken. I'll never get him to tell, to never get to tell him that. I hope he and Brody are having fun today. That's something that you've, um, you've mentioned before. Uh, you're always about the story. Um, you don't need like a big five star match at the end of it. No, I mean, I, I like technical wrestling. <laughs> I really, <laughs> don't, don't I, wrong. I really enjoy great wrestling. Yeah, yeah. The thing the ultimate combination for me is great wrestling plus great story and bray wyatt had story in spades and that for me is very very special mm. um where did i get to uh, harry, harry iveson said uh, bray was one of a kind his brilliant and creative mind will never be matched another amazing talent and even better human has been taken from his friends and family and fans far too soon we love you bray harriet manga girl said uh, my favorite match was bray versus john cena at wrestlemania and one I've rewatched many times. Thank you, Wyndham Rotunda, for all that you've done in the wrestling industry. Your legacy will glow as bright as the fireflies that lit up the arenas at night. Oh, that was a really special thing. Um, whenever cult leader Bray would make that entrance and everyone would get their phones out, put the torches on, and just wave them back and forth. And getting being able to do that, like it's, it's awesome to watch. It's always this great visual. Actually being a part of a of a firefly brigade it really was a cool thing to do so cool it was so so awesome yeah i got to do that when i went to uh various raw tapings yeah uh, in would have been probably 20 must have been 2014 i guess when i went uh but yeah so cool yeah so cool 
Sam Fonseca said he truly had the whole world in his hands. A creative genius, probably too creative for the industry he was in. Hug the people you love. Tell them you love them. Thank you, Bray. Very important message. Jarvis uh, said, uh, this hit hard. I couldn't stop crying. It was tough sleeping. Bray got me back into resting deeply into the stories and characters. Can't even imagine how his family and close friends are feeling. My thoughts and prayers go out to them. R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. Wyatt will be missed, said, uh, I've never been a fan of horror or spooky stuff, but seeing Wyatt change my mind, he'll truly be missed. LA Knight being his final match hits different now. My favorite storyline was Brian versus Wyatt. Yeah, so man. Good. That, that cage moment where Brian betrays the Wyatt family and those yes charts are absolutely thunderous. Yeah. So good. A really, really cool moment. I remember everyone like uh, on the message boards and things like that on Twitter being like, I can't wait till he comes out as like as Brian Wyatt mm. and uh, only be just in the boiler suit and stuff. It was so interesting. Yeah. Like what a great like dynamic they had together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, really like, cool. you know, when he was part of, like, feuding with Matt Hardy and they became the Deleted mm. of Worlds, we were Deleted like, the worlds. this is going to be a really cool and interesting tag team. Because now you've got the creative mind of Bray and the creative mind of Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, what are they going to do? Yeah. Uh, Carmine Napoli said, Bray was the greatest character in WWE today, if not ever. This hurts more than losing Eddie. The Fiend and Bliss were some of my favorite wrestling memories, and I still watch those clips a lot. R.I.P. Bray. Scott Young 2907 said, uh, Luke, you speak about CM Punk and how he has a magic about him. That was Bray for me. He has an unteachable aura that made you pay attention whenever he was on screen. Wrestling World lost a beautiful man today. R.I.P. Wyndham. Uh, rest well, big man. Truly shocked. The man was a genius. Every era has their larger than life character. And for me, Bray was my Foley and Taker. In an era where gimmicks are a dying breed, Bray shined through. He always added layers onto layers of his character. Truly going to miss him. Absolutely right about the magic. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's what we we're saying about uh, Steve Austin's like whatever it is, he has it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gold Ravens God Awful Gaming uh, has become a member and gifted ten men chips in the chat. Thank you. Thank so you much. very much. Uh, Sammy Boy said, uh, "Truly, sh- uh, truly shocked. The man was a genius." Oh, this is the same. This is the same message as this one. Uh, that looks like a yeah part of part of Sammy Boy's message got uh, posted into Scott. posted into Scott Young. Well, thank you, Sammy Boy. Thank you, Sammy Boy. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, Cob or Cobb, I guess said uh, he got me back into wrestling in 2019. I have all of his shirts. I have the mask. The guy got me to dress up as him for Halloween in my late teens. Without him, I never find Wrestle Talk. He truly has the whole world in his hands. Hug Brody for us. Greatly missed. I'm just Marcus said it's not fair. The man had so much to offer to the world, not just wrestling. Creative like no other in storytelling. He always did his best to make bad booking amazing. His characters were amazing and he'll be missed. 36 is no age at all. Hope his family's okay. That's it. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm just Marcus makes a good point there. It's like, it's not just the world of wrestling. Like, you know, he was making a movie. He was. Yeah, yeah it was, it was going to be uh, Ichi the Killer meets Xanadu. Mm. Yeah. I, which I, I don't even need to, like, if I'm ever writing that in a news article, I don't even need to Google it. Yeah. Like, those words are just burned into me. Mm-hmm. What does what does Ichi the Killer meets Xanadu? What does that look like? I don't like, know what right? that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess, is it a, a musical horror movie? What does this mean, Bray? Yeah. And, and, and in a, a very, very sad way, we will now never know. Yeah. Uh, Cameron said, as a person who grew up watching him uh, debut to his matches with Cena, to his two world title reigns, to his release, to being there live to see his return, and to be there live with the Undertaker passing of the torch moment, his creative mind uh, will, will be always... Mm, sorry. His creative mind... Will be, will always. 
Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it should be remembered for the story he tried to tell. I wish it was more than I could uh, give but I'll, uh, and say, but I'll leave with this. Hopefully he's pain and illness free. Say hi to Brody for us. A firefly forever. Cameron. Thank, Thank you. you, Cameron. Chozo55 said, whether you cared or not for his in-ring work or his promos, he made a message. He broke the generic mold many stars followed in WWE. I hope his legacy lives on not just with fans, new or old, but to the aspiring stars of today and tomorrow. Absolutely. Philip Bowman said, I'm sorry if this seems like a word salad, but I read the transcript of his return promo earlier and I got emotional. This effing sucks. My heart goes out to his friends and family. Uh, Sammy Boy again uh, said, "Whenever WWE put their hand in the writing, uh, in the writing or breaking the characters, push by making him lose, Bray always made it an afterthought because of his promo skills. The next day, the Fiend really was the climax of his past gimmicks. I truly wanted it to work." Uh, Gold Raven said, "Such a great character, person just lost. I'm speechless, but wanted to say something. Thank you, Bray. Thank you, Wyndham. And sometimes, like really, that that's all that needs to be said." Mm-hmm. Matt here said, I said this on Twitter earlier and I'll echo it here. If you're at a wrestling show this weekend, no matter what company, if you get a moment to get your phone out and throw up a firefly, I hope we get 80,000 fireflies on a dark night in London on Sunday. RIP, Bray. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, it's a big weekend of wrestling here in the, in the UK. You and I sure go to is. several shows yeah. over the weekend. It'll be interesting to see like how many like tributes there are to him or like, yeah, because this, this will be on the lips of everyone. Yeah. And we'll be talking about Bray. I hope that we get to do something in Wembley. I think that'd be really special. I think it would be as well. Um, Corey said his final match wasn't perfect. It was damn entertaining. <laughs> the aesthetic ruled. Bray looked awesome and Uncle Houndy joined. I'm not sure what because it's an, a, a, it's an expletive word. So yeah. I'm sorry there, Corey. Um, I'd have followed his character anywhere. R.I.P. to my favorite character wrestler of all time. R.I.P. Bray. And that's a good distinction. Mm hmm. That's a really good distinction to have. Yeah. Charles Berg said, a truly creative mind whose commitment to presentation was as good, if not better than Undertaker's. He was a father, a brother, a son, a husband, and to many a friend. Nothing in life is guaranteed. Tell the ones you love that you love them and take care. You want to take over? Yeah, please. Uh, Marco said, uh, Bray was one of the few people who had an astonishing creative mind. Only thing I hate was he didn't get the push or the limelight he truly deserved. Besides that, he tried to make you pay attention and watch with a keen eye weekly. God bless his family. Firefly fan forever said, we're really glad you are a friend. The memory view is never, never, ever going to end. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's really nice. Um, Lorenzo said, um, I may not have known him personally, but Bray left a big impact on my life. He made me realize that I could be myself and be able to express myself and not care what people say. He will be missed. I know him and Brody are smiling down at us. Uh, Sammy Boy said they had gold with the fun house match. Really pissed me off they did not do that with him and Randy. <laughs> Just like Jake the Snake, I was glued to his every word. And me and my friends would debate what it could mean. It helps talking about it with you guys. Thanks. Uh, Alucard Alucard is a 27-month member. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Firefly Funhouse is maybe my favorite pro, uh, my favorite thing pro wrestling's ever produced. Weird horror, dark humor, trenchant satire, so much more. Alucard, Alucard, you do, you do reward us with such wonderful words. Rob Burwell with an incredibly generous donation. As we mentioned before, just in case you're you're just joining us now, I said that all the proceeds from today, all the ultra chats coming in, will be going directly to the Rotunda family. Uh, to try and help support them through this. Rob Burwell said, I'm gutted. Since cult leader Bray, I've been one of his biggest fans, one of the greatest minds in wrestling and a master of presentation. I'll never forget how he made me emotionally connected to a sport I love. We lost a great man. Prayers for his family. 
Uh, D-Man Gamer said, Tempest made me cry this morning at work when I saw his reaction to the news. Truly a visionary ahead of his time, and I will miss my favorite wrestler, R.I.P. Wyndham. Yeah, a lot of love coming in for Tempo mm. um, on the news this morning. Yeah. Uh, Harry Hawker says, Wyndham Rotunda was a true inspiration and a hero of mine. One of the greatest creative minds of our generation. I've been through a lot recently, but only today did I find myself asking why. My soul feels empty, but I only know I need to just let him in. <laughs> Uh, they continued to say uh, he was a true inspiration. Oh, it's, no, it's the, the same, same one. Uh, Savolt said, I haven't felt this sad in a long time. Man was only three years older than I am. He connected with us in a way no one else could. Both Shadow and Broken are in love. Broken out in love. Broken out in love are staples in my playlist. Sing for him tonight. Uh, Chris here says, um, well, I was stunned at the news, as you're very aware. I'm a big Alexa and Brave fan, especially when he was the fiend. He gave the same aura as I get when Darth Vader was on my screen. I couldn't take my eyes off him. Uh, you know, knighted with Brody again. And Harry Alston said, No hyperbole when I truly say that he was one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas here says, Hey, Luke and Pete, always loved watching Brain. I love the cult leader gimmick with the, the rocking chair. Always gave me major Waylon Mercy vibes, mm-hmm. which I also loved in the 90s. R.O.P. Bray. I love the way that Luke would call him deep fried <laughs> crispy fiend. <laughs> <laughs> crispy fiend was crispy great. fiend man uh the pain trains are just feeling absolutely gutted white family versus shield six man tag was so good the debut of the fiend was spectacular firefly fun house was unique gone way too young and still so much more to give r.i.p bray i'm just so sad yeah spencer trainer <clears throat> has gifted five memberg ships thank you very thank much you. and riley davis here says my first main year was 30 and being young and having such a child's view of wrestling that match and more importantly the build to the cena match as a starry-eyed Cena fan, completely captivated me. Bray got me into wrestling that day, and may he rest in peace. Uh, thank you to Jack for your donation. Um, and Bacon Rashid here says, uh, such sad news to wake up with. I looked at my phone, and there was the rest talk news. I've been emotional all day. Bray was an innovator. Uh, we must start a Bray and Brody clap, 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 it all in, support <laughs> each other. Yeah. Uh, Sky Shadowrun here says, both of my grandparents passed away on the days of the big Wyatt debut and Fiend and Extreme Rules 2022. <laughs> uh, I used to joke that he put a curse on my family. Bray's <laughs> <laughs> always been my favorite and he was a massive comfort during those awful days to me. R.I.P. Of course, Sky, I mean, Sky made sure to note that it was a joke. Yes. He's, put, he's put joke in all caps there, which yeah. is why we had a little giggle at that. Um, 35 Antonio says, just want to say thank you for this. As a 27 year old living in a retirement home because of a physical condition, I don't have many friends. Bray's passing has hit me really hard. I've got no one to talk to because most of the people I know, including family, dislike wrestling and don't get it. How a person I and don't get how a person I've never met or interacted in life could affect me like this. I appreciate having you guys in your community, the wonderful Facebook group I'm in, helping me go through this and celebrate one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Bray Wyatt understood wrestling as a way no one else could. Wrestling is not a love story, and his fascinating views on it brought something to it that cannot be replicated. A creative genius and wonderful person in and out of the ring. He's got the whole world in his hands and his heart and our hearts. <sighs> Carter Threat says, Bray is my second favorite wrestler. He is one of the wrestlers who kept me in in 2015. And I will never forget when he won the WWE title. I still watch the promo. He can't smack down to this day. Thank you, Wyndham. You will be missed. I just want to thank you guys as well for doing this. I just got off work uh, and all I could think about for 10 hours because uh, I haven't fully processed this news, uh, but this is a nice bit of closure. Thank you, Rest Talk, for this remembrance. Uh, James said, I first saw the news on Sray's Instagram story at about 3.30 this morning. I barely slept after that. R.I.P. Wyndham, you were one in a trillion. I've cried multiple times today. My favorite moment was the cage match with Brian. What a moment. Mm-hmm. 
Sanity Life has been a member for 24 months in a row. It says, RIP Wyndham Bray Wyatt. Thank you for all the matches and all the personas you've given us. Fiend, Husky Harris, Wyatt family, you will be greatly missed. Uh, Bound says, uh, when I found out that Bray had died, I sat down in my chair in shock. I'm still processing it now. I came back into wrestling in 2013 and the Wyatt family and everything about it was one of the things that kept me through WWE's BS. I'll miss him forever. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell, I'll tag back. Uh, Garmin Rose said, this one hits differently. Saw live at SmackDown in Glasgow, not since seeing Taker as a kid have I been in such awe. The creativity of Wyndham Rotunda is something special that will never be recreated. His humanity more so. We will always follow the buzzards. Sam Callahan said, just uh, just rest in peace, you wonderfully mad genius. <laughs> My favorite brain moment has to be that little face run he had around 2016-2017. Sleep easy, deepest condolences to his nearest and dearest. Yeah, that little clip has been shared around a lot. The uh, The cover... With the pointing gun to Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. like spear him. Yeah, it's so cool. It's got, so perfectly done. And, yeah, and a lot of people have mentioned like you know that was going to be the big babyface run. Then he gets injured. It's yeah. like that. What if? What would that babyface mm-hmm. run have looked like? Yeah, totally. Right. But I remember like Ollie would like he kept raving about that mm-hmm. that spot. Yeah, he said the the cover and the gun points to the spear. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk rocks and soda said my wife and I were in Target last night when it broke and she noticed. I went white as a ghost. Excuse me. Uh, it didn't fully break me until watching the news video this morning. Bray was one of a kind, and I can't begin to tell you how much I loved him and will miss him. Nate Monahan said, I started watching wrestling during uh, the WrestleMania 30 bill during the, Br- uh, the Bray Cena feud. Bray is honestly one of the reasons I fell in love with wrestling. His return promo last year still gets me choked up. Thank you, Bray. Uh, Chris again said, uh, one, uh, one of the things Bray has done with the Fiend Firefly Funhouse match and the white rubber stuff is Easter eggs in wrestling. We look behind people now because you never know if something's there. It makes you pay attention to everything. Thanks, Bray. Yeah, I, guess, I wonder if they will do some more stuff of that because, like, you know, it was... I, I mentioned this when Triple H took over that one of the... I thought the great things he did with backstage segments was make you pay attention mm-hmm. to, like... Because, you know, people are walking down a corridor for their next segment. You're like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. four or ten sure, seconds. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, sure, Jan, I'll skip ahead to this. Yeah. But, like, Triple H and him, and particularly with Bray because of, like, you know, the, the, the puppets in the background and stuff, genuinely does make you be like, oh, what's, what's there? What can yeah. I see? What, where, where are the Easter eggs here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's The three counts are going out today. Mm. And obviously we recorded it before uh, Bray had passed. And, but we cut out, you know, the, the, the Bray White bits in there, of course. Yeah. But Ollie's, like, thing was, like, there'll be a, a genuine transmission blip. Mm-hmm. Like, just a genuine blip. But we as wrestling fans will leap upon it to be like, what does this mean for Bray Wyatt? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because that is what Bray Wyatt made us do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of his beauty, uh, one of those beautiful things. Yeah. Uh, JB said, RIP Bray, surely a Hall of Famer, either alone or with the Wyatt family sooner rather than later. I could certainly see them putting him in the Hall of Fame for next year's class. That would be great. Uh, Gold Raven said, it wasn't how Bray wrestled, but the stories he tried to tell that hooked me in. It was so inventive and he was a joy to watch. Rest in peace, Bray. Jesse Venable said, all the love for Wyndham and his family. His creative mind will never be duplicated. I love his dedication to the business that we all love. All the tributes are gut-wrenching to hear. Hard to believe two-thirds of the Wyatt family are resting. I will never forget. Let's do two quarters. Yeah, yeah always I was going to say, it's half. Uh, Jonathan Priestland said, man, this is rough. While I didn't love the Uncle Howdy stuff, there's absolutely no denying that Wyndham was an unparalleled genius when it comes to telling interesting stories in the ring. There will ne- truly never be another like him. Rickmar92 said, at my first live event, the first match I saw was The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Getting to be a part of that entrance was special. I rewatched his first promo he made last year after he returned and bawled my eyes out. Let the fireflies guide you home and rest easy. Valley Hart said, this one really, really hurt. 
I only hope that his legacy lives on and inspires wrestling to take more risk, think outside of the box, and turn it into an art form like Bray Wyatt did. Uh, Tommy said, I turned 18 around Mania 30, celebrated by betting on the Cena-Wyatt match. <laughs> Bray gave me one of my top five matches at Elimination Chamber, then gave me a decent chunk of change for a sixth former. <laughs> 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 that's what the man was and that's what he did giving R.I.P. Uh, Chris Deaton said genuinely hurt by this he was my favorite wrestler period creatively much love to Jojo and the rest of his family and I uh, hope uh, hope maybe Rowan I hope Rowan and Braun are okay too losing two close friends wishing you uh, in a few years it has to be tough love you guys Jake WCW says I was shocked when I heard the news yesterday he was such a unique talent one of the most creative minds seen in the wrestling business I felt like more than most he was hampered by a company that didn't get him or his vision but he still had so many great moments that I still look fondly on and that six man with the shield the match with Brian at the Rumble that entrance at SummerSlam the Firefly Funhouse match the return at Extreme Rules I rewatched the Firefly House match last night in tributes JC uh, says, R.I.P. Bray. I only got to see him live once at a house show during the Snake in the Family stuff. Oh, the Viper in the Family mm -hmm. storyline, man. Proud to say I'll forever be a Firefly. I'm hoping at all in there's a little something for him. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, absolutely devastated. Wyatt got me back into wrestling in the Wyatt family after not really watching since the Attitude Era. All of his characters were so captivating and all had their moments. He was magic. Thank you so much, Bray. Uh, there's quite a few more here, so we'll, we'll try and get through them. Thank you so much for sharing your memories. Mm. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Richard Martinez said, at my first live event, the first match I saw was The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. Getting, uh, oh, sorry, I read that one, didn't we? Didn't we? Yeah. Uh, or did we? There's someone else, but with the same message, I think. Oh, wow. Hmm. Anyway, thank you, Richard Martinez. <laughs> yeah. uh, Reyes J980 said, RIP Bray, today hurts way too much. Thanks to you, I will always remember to pull up my pants, do the muscle man dance, <laughs> follow the buzzards, and thank you for the memories. Swaggleboon said, uh, I started following wrestling in 2016, barely knowing anything about the business. I had to see about one second of Bray Wyatt to know he was a special character and someone worth watching. He was utterly unique, and I thank him for helping me become a fan. Excuse me. Uh, Brett J. Rasmussen said Bray Wyatt was truly one of a kind, uh, a kind of loving soul. Firefly Funhouse match was truly a masterpiece of wrestling. One of the most creative minds in wrestling and will miss you. Hope you and Brody are living it up wherever you are. Love you, Bray. It's one uh, Chris just here said, uh, my favorite part of the Alexa Bray storyline was the beginning at the PC. The setting, uh, the setting helped the feeling of Alexa was all alone with the Fiend and she tamed the monster at time. People compared it to Beauty and the Beast, the twisted union. It was magnificent. Mm uh jack lloyd so the first thing i saw this morning was you guys video talking about his death then i saw the clip of bray winning the wwe championship at elimination chamber and i just started crying remembering what a moment that was our guy had done it i miss him jman8495 said i'm in complete shock he had the whole world in his hands i always felt so excited when bray white would appear on tv and funhouse bray was my favorite iteration he was the first wrestler i could relate to on a personal level i have no words r.i.p Carmine Napoli said, I told my wife who doesn't watch wrestling about Bray last night and she jumped up in shock. Bray reached even non-wrestling fans. I'm going to watch SmackDown tonight. It should open with Bliss and Braun in the ring and Bray's lantern. Rest well, Bray. Andrew A said, RIP Bray. The last time I saw him live was at Hell in a Cell 2019. I loved The Fiend and seeing that entrance was iconic. Thank you for donating to the family. Love you all. Remember to give people their flowers while we still have them. Akira Redgrave said Bray was the only one uh, was the one to reignite my love and passion for wrestling. This one hurts. His lantern may have turned off, but his fireflies will always be there to light the way for him, just like he lit the way for us. Love you, Bray, and we will miss you so much. Andy B said I was in the audience at the O2 in 2019, and we got our very first look at the Fiend in the Funhouse. Uh, we'll never see another superstar like Bray again. 36 is no age at all. Uh, Troy 
PRVP says, even though he never got the rub he deserved, I'm happy he was on WWE television because at least a lot of people got to enjoy his brilliance. And I, uh, um, nope, we've got to do two more here. Uh, JK Mayhem says, RIP Bray, with a huge donation, in fact, an uh, incredibly so generous donation donation there and david here says bray was one of my favorite wrestlers the characters he created were genius and his wrestling style was unique i loved his moveset so it was always frustrated me that he wasn't booked better and i always hoped for more with him i'm sad that he'll never get that now um i think that's everything here i think that's everything um if there are any more that come through uh we will have uh tempest and sat read them out on tomorrow's Mm -hmm. um smackdown show obviously it's gonna be a taped smackdown show so we can't have any live messages come in but if there are any that have come through that we've missed we'll have them on the smackdown show tomorrow read out by uh tempest and sat on what we expect to be a tribute show i i hope so yeah yeah according according to uh, better wrestling experience like everything's been scrapped so yeah uh, we'll we'll so certainly we'll see. see we'll certainly yeah. see what, what's on tonight and um yeah if you are at any of the wrestling shows this weekend if you're at defy or you're at progress or you're at eve or you're at choco pro um or you're getting ready for all in on sunday like let's uh, give a shout out to, to bray mm-hmm. and yeah always remember to yeah, do hug your loved ones um it's a, it's a very uh, it's a difficult time for us all um as we mentioned earlier uh, every bit that we have made from this stream every thing that you've donated We'll go straight to the Rotunda family. Uh, it is, in fact, over $1,200 that you've all raised um, for Bray and his family. So thank you all so, so much. It's incredibly generous of you all at this difficult time. And if you do need help, we do have links um, that our moderators will be putting in the live chat. And they'll be in the video description as well to uh, for you to support, support Rest Talk, support each other um, if you do need any help during this difficult time. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Pete. Uh, for you, uh, what was not an easy stream <laughs> i guess you and i also did the brody episode as well yes, <laughs> yes we did is that is that our role now that's our that's our gimmick now yeah, i guess great um thank you bray uh for everything that you uh gave to us um while we may have made fun at some of your matches <laughs> um there was no never any denying your your genius and your contribution to the wrestling world you will be greatly missed and i hope that you get some peace brother Thank you, everyone.